I don't know about you, but you know, how many of you watch National Day uh, Parade, you know, and, and like what Brother uh, Chris was saying that, you know, this theme is very Christian. In fact, they sang a Christian song in air, <laughs> you know, and I was like, man, they sang this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine or something like that. You know, and I, I, was, I was just thinking for a moment there. I said, isn't that prophetic? I, I, I don't know about you, but, but I remembered, you know, I was just studying about missions because I, I, I love missions. And, and, and did you not know that Singapore one time was the number one in sending out missionaries? I was shocked for a period. And I always remember what Brother Willoughby said to me, the strength of the church. It's not a sitting capacity, but it's sending capacity. And that stood strong within me. And, 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 and having said that, there's a lot of things going on in the world today. You know, in fact, uh, Malaysia just had their election, you know, and we want to pray for Malaysia. I want God's sovereign will to be done in these last days. You know, a lot of corruption, a lot of things that we have never seen before coming up. We want to pray for our election as well that's coming up as well. You know, we, we want, I mean, we have heard all kinds of things the past few weeks about, you know, uh, things going on in our government and many of us were surprised. Shall we just lift our hands? Let's pray. God, God is not surprised. So Father, today we pray, Lord, let this prophetic word, God, go forth. Lord, we may not be missionaries, but somehow or other we may be missionaries Lord, to our companies, to our workplace, to our families, Father, right now. Lord, let this little light of ours, let it shine. I say again, let it shine to our friends. Let it shine to our loved ones. Let it shine, Father, right now, God. Lord, that, Lord we, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, we pray for your sovereign will to be done upon this nation. Lord, especially, God, Lord, there's an election that's coming up real soon. God, give us wisdom today, God, to decide, God. Lord, speak to your people, God. Let us not be biased, Lord. But God, I'm asking you, Jesus, to step in. I'm asking you, Jesus, to give us wisdom. Father, we pray, God, for this nation. Lord, this nation, Lord, belongs to you and we speak your sovereign will upon the nation of Singapore. Let us continue to be the Antioch, God. Let us continue to send people out, missionaries out, Father. Lord, again, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, we pray for Malaysia right now. We pray for your sovereign will. God, election is done over there. But God, I pray, God, that you grant unity to the people. I pray, God, that you will wipe out anything that is totally unlike you. Lord, let, let this new leadership lead, Father. Lord, surround him with people who love the nation, who are loyal to the nation, oh God. Lord, again, I'm asking you to bless the nation of Malaysia. We pray your sovereign will. Let Malaysia, Lord, play a part in this end time revival. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God. Amen. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. You know, I want to be teaching on a subject that I, I don't get to teach a lot, but I think it's a major theme in the Bible. It's called grace. It's God's grace. Amen. You know, and today's lesson is really basically this. Uh, God's grace is more than just forgiveness. Amen. Look at your neighbor say, it's more than just forgiveness. 
You know, when you talk about this subject of grace, there's so many elements towards it. Amen. You know, English is a very funny language. Like for instance, when you think of the word bass, okay? Bass, if you put it in the context of a musical instrument, B-A-S-S, it's a musical instrument. And there are all kinds of bass there, bass instruments there. Then, but then when you go to the fishing, I call it a fish, I call it a fish bass. <laughs> Amen. B-A-S-S, you know? And likewise, I think that the word grace has many, many facets towards it. You know, and, and I know that grace have a so-called has kind of a bad rapport. <laughs> you know, especially when we start to think about, you know, uh, prosperity teachers and all kinds of stuff that's going out there. And, you know, we want to be very careful. Uh, please don't misunderstand me. I, I, I believe that God wants to prosper us. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody. But, but the most important element that He wants to prosper is your soul. Everybody say praise God. You know, so today, you know, we're going to be studying about this thing called grace and I think it's important because why? Because if I don't understand grace, then what, how can I make disciples of grace? If I don't understand grace, then how can I have, know what grace-based parenting looks like? Come on, everybody say amen. So it's more, today's session is going to be more of a Bible study and then we'll move on and see, uh, we take as long as, we can to study this subject because I think that, you know, w w grace is more than just forgiveness. Grace is an empowerment. Amen. Let's not reduce it into only one facet of grace. Grace unlocks us. Amen. Grace releases gifts. Amen. In fact, the word gifts comes from the word grace. Amen. And grace is not a bad word. Turn to your neighbor and say, grace is not a bad word. And in a church, we do need to talk about how do we make disciples who are disciples, recipients of grace. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me? Amen. Let's turn to the scripture. Let's go back to the scripture. Sorry that you're standing up and down, up and down in, in, in the house of the Lord. We like to give respect to the word and to God. Amen. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 and 4. Amen. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 and 4. Amen. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. How? In the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. How does grace and peace be multiplied to you when you know God? You know, this know is not about knowing about. I know about Lee Kuan Yew, but I do not know him. When, when the Bible says, when you know somebody, you, you trust him, you are building a relationship with someone, you are pursuing Amen. Are, are you all with me? <laughs> you know, if I want more grace and more peace to be multiplied, what's the answer? I've got to build a relationship with God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. As, oh, I love this. As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness true, again what? The knowledge of Him who has called us by glory and virtue. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through us. Amen. 
Everybody say praise the Lord. Should we just lift our hands? Let's pray one more time. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, show us what does it mean to walk in grace. God, is it's more than just forgiveness, God. We know that there's only just one facet of it. But God, there's much more to grace than, 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 than what we ever know because Lord, this grace must be multiplied in our lives, Father. I say again, this grace, God, this knowledge of who you are must be multiplied in our lives so that we can, Lord, practically live the life of grace, Lord, in this hour, in this time that we are living in. So Father, I ask all this in Jesus' name. Speak to us and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Again, I think it's a common theme when you talk about the Apostle Paul. You know, he always liked to use the word grace and peace be unto you. You know, his, his salutation is, instead of saying, Ni hao ma, or how are you? He, he always liked to start off with grace and peace. Amen. Everybody say grace and peace. So, so there are many, many scholars who think, why does he start off with this whole theme of grace and peace? Well, it could be he wants to remind the readers all the time that, you know what, salvation is by grace. Amen. Okay, that's, I think that's a, that's a good argument. That he wants to remind the people of God that this salvation that we have is by grace. Amen. You know what? Nobody deserves this salvation. It's, it's unearned. It's the unmerited favor of God. Amen. Everybody says, when you think of the word unmerited, it really, really means unearned. I don't deserve this. I didn't earn it. I didn't earn myself. It's the unmerited favor of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and again, and peace, because this unmerited favor of the Lord will lead into my peace with God, my peace with other people around me, because grace has a powerful effect. Amen. Everybody say amen. I say grace has a powerful effect. Amen. Because we allow the influence of grace in our lives. Amen. Amen. God's power, His divine supreme is the power that He has granted believers everything they need. Amen. He says this, you know, uh, in this particular here, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Let me tell you what it means. It means that, that, that whatever pertains to a holy living, to a righteous living is given to us. There is no lack in the house of the Lord. Come on, everybody say amen. Therefore, having said that, I want to tell you today, grace is more than just forgiveness. Because if you see that grace is just about forgiveness, then we will not live an overcoming life. That every time we come to Sunday, it's like, oh Lord, it's me again. I'm sorry. I, I did it again. But that's not how grace living should look like. That we are more than conquerors. That we have all this power that comes from the Holy Spirit and the promises of His Word that gives us all things pertain to what? Godliness. Learn to your neighbor and say, we lack nothing. <laughs> Come on, everybody say, we lack nothing. Amen. And, 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 and how we get these promises, how to get this divine power, this divine nature is when the people of God have the knowledge of Him. You know, again, it's not about, it's, 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 it's really, really, you know, knowing that individual, you know, I just uh, can't help it but to think. 
you know, like a young boy, you know, he may be interested in another girl. He wants to know knowledge about that girl from the next class, you know, and, and, and he will go. If you want to find, if you are interested in somebody, right, you will ask those that know that person or, or, or you will just eavesdrop, you, you, you become to investigate, you know, uh, what is that person's name? You go to the classroom, if you know somebody in the classroom, hey, what's that girl's name, huh? And, and it's like that when, 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 when we grow in knowledge, it's not just about someone teaching you. It's about, I'm interested in God. I want to do whatever it takes to know Him. I begin to learn how to pray. I begin to learn how to seek His face. It's not just sitting here on a Sunday, but it's taking everything that was taught on a Sunday and apply it on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, there is a pursuit. Because when we are pursued in knowing God, guess what happened? Most likely, I will find Him. <laughs> Seek and ye shall what? Find, knock and it shall be. And my job today is to hope that you will embark on this journey that is never ending. To grow in the knowledge of who He is. So then when you know Him, Amen. The promises of God start to activate in your life and you start to see, oh, the things that God saves and the things that God wants to provide for us. We will escape from the corruption of this world because the world will tell you, huh? There's another way. Did God really say? <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it. Wow, Jesus Christ, He used the Word of God. He knows the author. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, you know, when you know somebody, you know, like, like, like you may not even know, uh, uh, you may not even listen to the tone of that voice. You know, like, like for instance, there was a period of time, you know, my son took up the phone and then he texts me, I love you, uh, da, 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 da. You know, he texts and, 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 and I know that my wife don't talk like that. I say, I, I text back, JBS, give back the phone to mom. Amen. And, and that's what God wants us to have a relationship. You know, once you have that relationship with the genuine God, that true God, you, you know what's counterfeit. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. You know, I want, I, I want to talk to you today to help you understand that grace is more than just forgiveness. Amen. We're going to have a two to three weeks of study on this subject of grace. Amen. Amen. You know, have you ever taken time, you know, we sing about grace, but do you really know what you're singing about? Amazing grace, how sweet that sound. Amen. What does that mean in real time? You know, again, let me remind you, today I'm just... Touching the tip of the iceberg, there's so much thing to talk about grace. And I have not really understand this I, uh, because I'm still learning about grace. I'm still seeing him, him empowering me all the time. You see, you know, when, 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 when we misunderstand the subject of grace, let me say this again, it, it can give us, you know, it can lead us to the wrong path. Let me give you an example. We can turn the grace of our God into lasciviousness. Amen. Let's, let's, let's turn to Jude chapter 1, verse 4. For there are certain men crept in unaware 
whom were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. It, when you think of this word lasciviousness, what does it mean? It's really an unbridled appetite. You know, it is just lust. It means, you know, it's like, oh, do whatever you will. You know, there are some people who misunderstand grace and excuse to sin. God forbid. Yes, we are saved by grace and grace is free. Everybody say amen. But, but, but it's not cheap. Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. Amen. I mean, I've likened this, you know, just imagine you have a cure. You know, you, 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 you live in a life without any restraint. You eat everything that you like. Guess what happened next? Then you get all kinds of sickness. And you went to the altar and you asked God, God, forgive me, heal me. I've, 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 I've not been a good steward of my body. You know, give me a second chance. How many of you pray that prayer? You know, I, you know what? I, my, my, I have high blood pressure. I have diabetes. I have, you, you say it and I got it. So I went to the altar, repented and asked God to give me a second chance. And that's what happened. The next day, this man goes back to see the doctor and say, you are cured. God just did the miraculous. Cure him from high blood pressure. Cure him from diabetes. Everybody say, wow, it has happened before. And because of that, you will not take this, this, this healing for granted. I, I've been giving a second chance. And I'm not going to go back to the same old, same old. And that's the power of grace. Amen. It's not just about forgiveness. Everybody say, amen. There is a power that, that, that I've been given a second chance. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, some people think grace is an excuse of bad behavior. That's why some people fall into bitterness because, you know what? Yeah, uh, I've forgiven. Some, some of us has, have bought into the lie, especially when, when you have an abusive spouse. You know, and both of them are Christian and you are told to forgive. Every time you forgive them and, and, and it's okay to forgive, but at the same time, you want to be very careful to allow this abusive spouse to, 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 to hurt you, to hurt your children, physically abuse your children. That's wrong. And you need to stand up to that. Come on, everybody say amen to that. Come on, are you with me? I'm not saying that you should have a deep... And, 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 and this woman who's a Christian, and well, you know, I, I have to forgive, right? No, you know, I have to forgive, right? Yes, we, 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 you have to forgive, but, but it doesn't mean that you allow yourself to be abused. You, it doesn't mean that you allow your children to be abused. Come on, everybody say amen. And then I've seen with my own eyes that, that people become bitter because they don't understand this thing called grace. They, they think that forgiveness is to sweep under the carpet and that's it all. God is not about sweeping it under the carpet. It's, 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 it's that, you know, these offenses that you feel, you got to take them off your hook into God's hook. Let God be the judge. Come on, are, are you with me? 
You know, I, I want you to be understanding this, that, that grace is not an excuse for sin. And, and if we, it is, grace is not a, about putting it under the carpet. Come on, everybody say amen. Or look at amen at least. <laughs> Nod your head, amen. <laughs> and, and the Bible says we can fall short of the grace of God because of bitterness. Why? Because we have the wrong idea. You mean to tell me that I just got to sweep it in the carpet and not bring it up? Then where is truth in all this? Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness spring up, cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Amen. Amen. And then we can take the grace of God for granted. If we do not have this idea, we always come to Sunday service and again, we, we take grace for granted and, and, and the Bible says, Romans chapter 6 verse 1 and 2 say, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How can we who died to sin live any longer in it? Amen. And then also another thing that we have to be careful about is that we can receive the grace of God in vain. Amen. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1. We then, as workers together with Him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Because how do we receive the grace of God in vain? There's, there's no empowerment. We are not giving grace to other people. Come on, are you with me? There are days that I've taken the grace of God, the grace of God for granted. I think, okay, you know what, God, uh, uh, it's me again. How, how, how many of you done that? <laughs> you know, uh, it's me again, okay. You know, uh, Lord, I know you forgive me, but really, sometimes I, I really believe that if you really are a person that has a heart of repentance, you must understand that you broke the heart of God, not because of the consequences that you are caught. Let, let me give you an example. When you deal with children, uh, they are so innocent, but then sometimes, right, they do something wrong and, and, and you have to discipline them. You take the rod of correction. And sometimes they really don't know. Like, they, they really are not sorry for what they have done. But when they see the rod of correction, they say, I'm sorry. Sorry for what? I'm sorry. They see the correction, the rod, not because I punched my brother's face. And sometimes, right, I, I believe that sometimes we tell God I'm sorry when we are not truly sorry. We are just sorry that we got caught. Amen. They don't feel sorry the fact that they have hurt their wife after a adulterous relationship. Some These people just feel, it feels so good, it cannot be so wrong. I mean, they don't even bother about hurting other people especially your loved ones. So we have to be very careful. Amen. Sometimes I have to tell God straight, you know the reason why, you know, I have a hard time quitting smoking. I'll tell you why. Because I like smoking. <laughs> and I don't think in my finite mind it's wrong. And I have to pray to God, say, God, help me understand this is wrong. <laughs> Until the medical report comes in. Amen. Then I realized that I've abused my freedom. Amen. And then here's another thing that we can insult the grace of God. 
Hebrews chapter 10, verse 28 to 29 tells us, how much worse punishment do you suppose when he be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insulted the Spirit of grace? Wow, that's strong word. Insulted the Spirit of grace. We've insulted the Spirit of grace. When we go back in cycles over and over again, because I say, grace, God's grace is enough. We read that, that, that he, this divine power, you know, that He's given to us, that everything that we need pertaining to godly living, godliness and righteousness, He has already given to us. Amen. So, the question I, I, I want to really talk about is, so what is grace? The Webster Dictionary uh, tells us it's the unmerited divine assistance given for man for his regeneration or sanctification. <clears throat> Strongs. Uh, the divine influence upon the heart and its reflection in the life. Bugatted, an active force within us giving us the desire and the power to do things God's way. And I like this one, what is grace? Okay, this is an acronym. Okay, G-R-A-C-E. Grace is God's righteousness and corresponding enablement. Amen. So a practical definition of the word grace is literally this. It's not just forgiveness alone. It is the God-given desire and ability to accomplish God's will. Let me repeat that. The God-given desire to do what's right. Not only He gives you the desire, but He gives you the power to do what's right. Come on, everybody say amen. Do we need this? Yes, we do. I don't know about you, but I need to walk in the spirit of grace, not in the spirit of my strength. That's why when Paul writes the, the letter, you know, when, when, when Peter writes this, uh, is it Peter? Yes, write the letter, right? You know, and he was saying that, that, that grace and peace be multiplied. Amen. Because we need the grace of God to live a holy life. It's not just about receiving forgiveness. It's about empowerment. It's about a desire. The work of grace doesn't stop on in the... Uh, you know what? The work of grace is not just in the beginning of salvation. It works throughout our lives. That's why the scripture says, He who began a good work, He will complete your work in us. Come on, everybody say amen. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 is a scripture definition of the word grace. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. It is not you that does the work. It is when you are filled with the Spirit of God, you are filled with God Himself. And He is starting a work in you on a daily basis. Are you with me here? Amen. The influence of grace would, would give you that. And, and it's the grace that, the reason why we are filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is power. But again, you know, every day we need to pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy... You're asking for grace. Amen. We need the grace of God. We need both the desire and the power. Sometimes, right, I realize some people, you know, when I look at their life, if I have to force you to read the Bible, the work of grace is stopped in your life. If I have to tell you to push you, that means 
the spirit of grace is not working in your life. Hello? Because there's no desire. Some people ask you to read the Bible, they got more desire to play computer game than desire. They say they got no time, and then what's the thing that I see? They flip up the phone. Don't you know you can also flip up the phone and the Bible comes out? I'm not saying this to make anybody force you. I'm talking about there's a lack of desire. Amen. And, and the Bible says this, you know, you have to be very careful, you know. Every day we choose, you know, either we want to walk in the flesh or walk in the spirit. Because, you know, if you produce bad habit, you get bad habit. Amen. Every day. That's why I, I love it, the fact that sometimes, you know, some of us teach. How many of you will agree with me? When you are teaching a Bible study, you, you read the Bible more. <laughs> Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on, are you with me? Everybody say praise God. How, 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 how can you pray about the promises of God? How, how can you know what God is thinking? How can you allow the spirit of grace to influence your thinking if you don't open the word of God? Everybody say praise God. You see, again, listen, listen very carefully. You know, let, let me refresh some of our thinking, okay, so that you understand, you know, uh, uh, our Christian walk, okay? L let me say this again. You know, again, I'm not saying that you read the Bible, you go automatically to heaven. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you pray. You know, people can mistake me. Oh, this, oh, you see, pastor, put add on more things for me to do. No, first of all, I want you to understand something. We are here to glorify God. We are here to portray who? Christ himself. Amen. That's why we sing the song. This, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. How am I going to shine if, the, if I don't let the word illuminated in my heart? How am I going to tell the world about Jesus if I don't know him? Amen. That's why the world is stuck. When they look at you, there's no difference. That's why you don't want to open your mouth to share the good news because they know that you don't live that life. Amen. Let me tell you something. Huh? If I pursue something and I know something, you will automatically come out of my mouth. Let, let, let me give you an example. Okay, I hate to use this illustration, but I'm going to tell you anyway so that you understand this. You know, uh, you all know that I have Milo. Okay, I study a lot about Milo because he's been a wild dog. <laughs> you know, I study a lot because I really want to understand his behavior, my dog. You know, border colleagues are not easy dog. <laughs> I'm telling you, border colleagues are... So, so, so then, when, when we are around dog people, wow, all my knowledge will just come out. Like, I, I don't have to work it out, no, brother Cheng. It just flow up because I've been reading a lot about it. I've been seeing firsthand of how to deal with the dog. And when I see other dogs, oh, this one got, uh, this one got uh, food aggression. This one got aggression issue. This one got aggression. You know why? Not because I purposely want to teach it, but because I'm interested about this subject because it's real time with me. And I'm here to tell you this. God wants to, God wants to show up real time to you that you are not alone. He wants to show you how in the midst of a situation, in the midst of parenting, how the Word of God will apply. And the more you read the Word, the more you digest the Word, the more you become the Word. Amen. And the more you leave the Word, amen, it just flows out of you and you will be uh, uh, conduits of, 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 of the Word. Amen. 
Everybody say praise God. You see, the, the, the reason why people don't talk about the love of Jesus is because sometimes they have not felt the love of Jesus. They have not witnessed the love of Jesus. How can I, how can I witness the love of Jesus if I have not witnessed myself firsthand? Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You see, our, our journey with God begins with, you know, justice. Justice is, is, is what? It's is getting what you deserve. Punishment. Amen. For the wages of sin is all of us. God demands justice. But guess what? Amen. There is this thing called mercy. Amen. Everybody say mercy. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. No punishment. Everybody say praise God. Everybody say, hang. <laughs> you know, when, 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 when we deserve punishment, we didn't get it. Amen. But, but here's what grace is. I like grace. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. That is salvation. Amen. So what is salvation? What's oh, such a big word. What's salvation? Many people don't understand what salvation is because they fall back into sin. Salvation is literally this deliverance from the penalty, power, penalty, power, and presence of sin. Let me say this again. Deliverance. Salvation is the deliverance of the penalty. Everybody say penalty. Power and presence of sin in my life. Amen. Are you delivered? Come on, are you delivered? Because if, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether you're delivered if there's a presence of sins in your life. Amen. You, 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 you need deliverance. Amen. And, and only God can bring deliverance. Come on, everybody say, God can bring deliverance. Amen. So, you know, you see, grace is forgiveness. Everybody say, praise God. Grace forgives, but it also guides. Amen. His grace is available to lead us and guide us right now. You see, you know, God loves me so much to leave me in the same state that I was. Come on, everybody say amen. When I start to talk about grace, grace doesn't just, you know what, just, oh, God saved me, you know, and then after that, you know, I'm left to my own devices and, huh, I got to live for God again, uh, young man. Huh, I, I, I don't think I can make it. First of all, I don't think I can make it, but, but grace doesn't look like that. Grace clean you up, but grace empowers you. Grace gives you desire to want to, to live for God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. It guides you. Everybody say it guides you. Amen. And, and also grace restore, but it also God. Amen. He restore your relationship with God and He put boundaries. It's not rules. Some people say, oh, Christianity. Is, no, 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 no. It's boundaries to guard my relationship with God. Everybody say, praise God. Come on. You know what? I, I, I know somebody who is matured is when they start to put boundaries in their life. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, uh, I think it was another preacher that called it guardrails. You know, I don't know about you, but when I think about a baby coming to my house and, 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 and if I don't have the railings, huh, I get scared. Come on, parents, amen. I know aesthetically, aesthetically it looks nicer. Uh, sometimes when I was talking to some of these young couples, they say, I want to design my flat. 
I, I don't want to put real links. The first question that me and my wife, huh? How about your children? You never think about your children. I mean, yeah, it looks so nice. Wow, no lines. Beautiful. Now they got invisible railing, and you know that, right? But I also still very scared. I like solid, solid, man. You know, safe rather than sorry. Amen. Come on. Are you with me here? I mean, I look at the invisible railing like can play guitar. I I don't want that kind. I mean, I love AV so much that when I carry AV, it must be solid. Brother David, it must be solid one. Amen. I, 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 I cannot risk eh, that, that my, my, my baby can squeeze herself inside. Eh. Hey, I, I, Peppy, look, I'm outside. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I'm sorry, I can't. And, and, and likewise, when, when grace operates in your life, you will know how to put boundaries. One, eh. Amen. It's not that, oh, I have to do this, do this to be saved. No, no, no. I love God so much. I love my wife so much. That's why I have a kind of boundaries to protect my relationship with God. Because God means everything to me. Are you with me here? You know, it's not about the grace of God. I can do anything I want and, and that's it. Oh, no, 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 no. Grace is such an expensive deal to me. It's, it's just like, you know, someone asked me, hey, can you take care of this $1 million? Oh my goodness. $1 million, I cannot go out there and eat at Hawker Center. I go home now. Uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not saying grace is $1 million. I'm saying that my relationship, Jesus, is that worthy to me. That, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't want just to, hey, hey wow, $1 million. You know, just squander around and people can rob. The devil will want to rob away and destroy that relationship. So, so you know, he put all kinds of thoughts into you. Oh, don't worry lah. Did God say, don't worry lah, God will forgive you one. Will forgive you one. That means you don't understand. You, you don't understand. It's not about the action. It's about breaking the heart of God. I mean, I mean there's, there's one time my wife was just telling me, say, Tim, I know, you know, men, men will be men, insensitive. And she said this, you know, uh, Tim, you broke, I mean, Tim, you did this. Eh? And I was thinking, oh, yeah. I'm thinking about the action, eh? not about, what this action will lead to. Like, I mean, it was a very small thing and, and, and it was like a, a small lie. How many of you know it's a small lie? But in God's eyes, it's never small. It's lie, is lie. And, and, and I said something that I shouldn't. You know, and, and, and she said, you don't get it. You don't get it, Tim. It's about a trust issue. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, like all men, huh? It's not about that small lie. It's about a trust issue. And God looks at you. It's not about the action that you did. Eh? But you treat God's... I mean, how come uh, every time uh, when I get to choose, always God have to suffer? What? We, we have this idea. Ma. God will always forgive me. Ma. Yeah, that's true. But, but you don't understand what true repentance is. Eh? True repentance happens when you understand that you broke God's heart. Not, not about the action. Eh? Not about you stealing, you sell a small lie, you do this. No, no. You see, when you that terms, that means you are religious. Are, are you with me? There are some things God tells you, 
personally that you don't do. Maybe it's only for you. May not be other people. But then, you, you know what we do? Oh, we compare each other. We like to compare. Ma. Uh, the person also like that. Well, nothing happened. Lightning never come down and strike him. I think it's okay. You, you have to be very careful when you start to operate that way. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, and, and, and here's the deal, folks. You know, if you want to see the power of grace working in our lives, let's turn to the book of Titus, chapter 2, verse 11 and 14. I'll begin there, you know, and I, I love this topic because really, if you're really walking in grace, this should be operating in your life. Okay, everybody say amen. I'm talking about the power. I'm talking about, about, about the, 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 the desire. Titus chapter 2, verse 11, verse 14. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God, and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Amen. So let's begin at four key pointers here. Amen. Okay, but again, uh, before I begin, I, I want you to understand that Paul, in this whole context, was talking to one of his spiritual sons by the name of Titus. Amen. And, and he was teaching Titus what it means to, to live by grace, amen, to, 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 to walk by grace, amen. Or, or some people would call it to walk by spirit, amen, to allow the spirit of God working through you and you're walking by grace, amen, okay. Everybody say amen, you know. And, and when you start to read about this powers of grace, he starts to talk about self-control. He starts to talk about soberly. He talks about righteous living. So if you are operating by grace, that should be evident in your life. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. It's not a license to sin. God forbid. That's what the apostle Paul, God forbid. You are dead in sin. Amen. God forbid, you know. And, and let's look first of all, four key points to this passage. I think, I think this is very powerful. Grace, first of all, the first grace brings salvation. Amen. Everybody say amen. Come on, wave your hand at me. Say grace brings salvation. Amen. This is the part of God's grace most Christians know. Amen. I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. I saved by grace. Amen. Ephesians, you know, Ephesians uh, chapter 2 verse 8 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not from yourself. It's the gift of God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. It's a gift from God. Amen. Nobody, you know, earned their way to salvation. Come on, everybody say praise God. Wave your hand at me. And nothing we can do to earn salvation. Everybody say nothing. But, but, but grace must be by faith. Amen. I mean, grace alone doesn't save. There, there is God's part, but then I have to respond. Uh, let me give you an example. If somebody is swimming, can't swim, the wave brought him out, you know, ah, well, the lifeguard will take, you know, the life, uh, uh, the, the, what do you call it, the life jacket and throw. And then he grabbed, off, he grabbed off the life jacket, right? And swim back. Wow, he didn't come out and say, Wow, thank God I saved me. Wow, thank God I saved me. 
you know what? God still, 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 still need you to decide. You know what? You, even though grace appeared to all men, you have to decide whether you want to respond to grace. And that respond to grace is what we call faith. That's why we get born again. Amen. That's why we are baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. That's why we need to respond believing in the gospel message, the death, burial, and resurrection. Come on, are you with me? Grace alone doesn't save. Grace is God's part, but he's waiting on your part. But from beginning to end, grace is salvation. is all about his doing. But at the end of the day, Grace is not automatic just because Jesus Christ died on the cross. He resurrected. You have to choose. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So I want to be very clear. First, first everybody, grace brings salvation. Everybody say amen. <sighs> Faith is man part or the proper response to God's help. Amen. It is the responsibility of us humans. To appropriate God's grace upon our life. Amen. Number two. How do I know grace is working? Grace teaches us to say no. Amen. Come on everybody say praise God. Amen. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. How do I know grace is working? That you learn how to say no to the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Amen. You know why? The effect of grace, the effect of my relationship with God is so strong. The influence of God is so strong that when someone tempts me to do something that God is not pleased, I say no. Say no. Amen. You know what they say about Christian living? Two words that is most likely need to say. Thank you and no. Amen. Have you not noticed the commandments, the Ten Commandments, there are more no's than yes. We need to learn how to say no. 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 Parents need to learn how to say no. No. And make sure your no be no. <laughs> there are sometimes that I've mentioned this many times to parents. I said that I tell my children this. When I say no, this is no room for discussion. They will not call you anymore. If you don't dare to say no, they call you 25 times. Because hopefully they can change your no to a yes. Just say no. Amen. If Eve will say no, we won't have all the problems that we will have. Have you noticed that? If Eve will just say one no, you and I still will be living in paradise. We don't just sing about paradise. We will be living in paradise. Just say no. Practice to your neighbor. Say no. <laughs> Amen. Grace teaches us to say no. Amen. God doesn't want us forever trapped in a cycle of sin and forgiveness. So grace keeps on working on us and teaching us how to resist temptation and ungodliness. Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. That's why we will not succumb to temptation because you have learned how to say. Amen. 
When you say no to your children, guess what will happen? Your children will say no to their friends. Yeah, you will see an attitude. So, so, so you mean they can manipulate your way just to change your no? You know, parents, when you say no, be firm. Be unshakable. I'd rather you be firm than not firm. And then, you know what's the best thing? If you're not firm, then you give the responsibility to someone else, your wife or your spouse. Ask mom. You must say the same thing. Parenting 101, both must say the same thing. Otherwise, you got manipulation in your hands, man. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then also, you know, grace also teaches us how to live. You know, we should live what the Bible says soberly, righteously, godly in the present age. Amen. Okay. Amen. You know, grace living. When we start to talk about grace living, we start to hear things like self-control. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, the more the Christian life, there is more to Christian living than just to say no. Say yes to the will of God. Say yes to the presence of God. Say yes. Come on, I say again. Say yes to, to thanksgiving. Amen. Say yes to, to mission work. Amen. Say yes. It's not always no. Leh. In fact, there's a lot of yes that we can do. Leh. But we just want to focus on that one tree. I mean, imagine eh, Adam and Eve can have all the trees they want. Eh. I'm sure that he got durian, he got rambutan, mango. Go further down, you got mangosteen. Go further down, you got... But you know what we want to do? That thing, that, 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 that one thing, that one thing. I mean, like, 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 huh? Uh, it's it just like talking to your children. Don't I love you? I give you aircon, I give you internet, I give you bed to sleep, I give you... But that one thing, you never allow me to go to, 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 to my friend's house. That one thing, uh, they magnify that. Like. They don't magnify that that 6 a.m. you get up and feed them when they were babies. They forget. They have no recollection until they have their own children. God is good, huh? All the effort uh, that we put on our babies, then now it's replayed back to them. But here's the deal. Now people don't want to replay them. You know why? Because they want autonomy. Let me tell you something. Responsibility is very good. It helps me mature. And God's goal about life. You know, some people tell me this, oh, I don't have children because uh, interfere with my freedom. You know? Huh? You're so important. Ah? Well, what, what's so important you need to do? Tell you. You tell me. He said, oh, I, I go to a... Huh? What? Wow, that one very important. Ah? Very important. When God asks you to make disciples, you go make a disciple of pleasure. And the Bible does talk about it. Ah? Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. So important, man. Well, I like what Jordan Peterson said this. No? Well, young people nowadays, when they talk, they think their life is all about themselves. Do you not know, notice this? I want you to notice this. Eh? It's a shocking thing. Eh? You know, last time, we all put a photo of Mother Teresa. Important figure. Icons. 
people who sacrifice. You know, do you not know that, that this thing, right? You know, we got the vaccine of polio, okay? You know that, that, that doctor have to self-experiment. Make himself a guinea pig uh, in order to develop polio. But now, you know what our icons are? Mark Zuderberg. Because he's rich. Uh, what, what's the Amazon guy name? Jeff Bezos. You know why we follow that kind of icon? Because they're rich. Uh, how about Bill Gates? How about Steve Jobs? Oh, better still, how about Ronaldo? Still haven't get married, uh, still got children. I mean, these are our icons. Eh. I, 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 I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up that way. I grew up Mother Teresa. And it's a scary thing. Eh. I, I grew up as icons like Lee Kuan Yew. I'm not saying he's a perfect man, but he sacrificed. Eh? You, you hear me? When, 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 nowadays, right, they, they, they put, he calls, uh, what, Myra Cyrus, uh, what, what's her name? I don't know, lah, whatever Cyrus or Byrus, uh, whatever. You know, you know, all these are the icons. Eh? I'm like, huh? What did they do? What do they do? They just sing and shake their butt. I mean, what do they contribute to society? Have they come out with the cure for cancer? Folks, you know what he tells us? We are in for some shaky, shaky storms. Amen. Everybody say praise God. What have they contributed to society? They just make you spend more money. Buy their boots, buy their this, buy their what? Michael Jordan, uh, buy their shoe, uh, buy all this, buy. Thinking that, we all sometimes crazy, thinking that we wear Michael Jordan shoe, we play like Michael Jordan. Seriously. You know, but, but we seldom go places like Mother Teresa. I went to Mother Teresa at the place that she goes and I saw the living condition. I cried most of the time there. I saw all the people were laying on the ground. I saw what they do to contribute. And I was like, man. And then when I go to her house, right, I saw that one table and then they say that she prayed in this small little house, that small little, you know, aircon. Eh? That was her room. Eh? Oh, that really shook my Christian faith out. Eh? Amen. Come on. Everybody say, praise God. Are, are you with me here today? Please, uh, don't misunderstand. I want you all to be Mother Teresa, huh? I, I'm saying, who are we looking up as a model? You know, again, listen, you know, and I, I understand they are, they are, they are you, know, you know, in Singapore, we are a, a, a what is that, Society. meritocracy, okay, meaning that your ability, your achievement, and your accomplishment will qualify you to somebody out there. Nothing is free, okay? Like what some of our leaders have been saying, there's no such thing as an iron rice bowl. Okay, I get it, I get it, okay? I get it in the world, yes. But in God's kingdom, it's very different. Eh? Come on, everybody say. The Bible says grace. The definition of the word grace is the unmerited favor of the Lord. So, so sometimes, right, we, we, we become very, very tired serving the Lord because maybe we forgot that this is grace. You're already accepted. You're already assured. <laughs> Amen. You already have a God that loves you. You have already the power to live a holy life. You already have His promises to live life. 
And, and, and then sometimes we think that we come to church so very tired. Oh, pastor asked me to clap hand very strong. Pastor asked me to stand up and go down. Oh, very strong. And some of us go into a frenzy thinking that God wants to give, want, that we want to, you know, God is not happy with us. No, 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 no. The reason why I lift up my holy hands is because I know He's here. And I can lift up. I, the reason why I dance is not because to show that I can do a break dance apostolic way. No, 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 no. Because my heart is filled with joy. You, you understand what I'm saying? I, I have to redirect my focus sometimes in worship and ask myself, why am I doing the things that I do? The song that I sing. And then sometimes I cry, you know, and then I cannot even pronounce the word that they are singing. Who cares? Because I'm singing as a sacrifice unto the Lord. Amen. And then God, you understand? You understand? I, I, I don't have stamina. Sometimes I also don't have stamina because you get old. You, you, you cannot do the things that you were young. I thought I can, but after that, you know, that day, uh, we went to bowling the next day my arm's still hurting my arm's leg still hurting you know I realized two games only I cannot ready we are not the place that we are but you know what nevertheless I do my best God take care of the rest amen, amen. here's what we are saying we, we are not saying that, that you know what the reason why I sing the reason why you know when I walk I just step into the presence of God because you know what it is only by grace that we are saved and then when I start to meet this God of grace, He changed my priorities. Eh? Not because I'm a bad person, but He has something good for me. He says that there is more great things to come. <laughs> Amen. That's why it's being multiplied. When, 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 when I'm in the presence of God, things are birthed in the Spirit within me. New desires suddenly come. New thoughts come. And my whole processes change because I felt like I was defeated. But when I come into His presence, things change. He rolled away my reproach. Amen. He rolled away my shame and then it becomes creative everything within me try to create worship unto him <laughs> amen no because I, I i love god and i want to get creative is that okay uh, uh, god shaped me in such a way that i'll use my giftings to to give back to god amen Everybody say, praise God. That's how to live. You know, when someone tells me that Christian living is boring, oh, that means you're not living yet. You know what? You, you are stuck with your framework. Grace cannot come in because of pride. Because the pride of life, oh, God resists the proud. But, but there's never a dull moment in a Christian life. You walk around, then you look around, wow, that guy may need the gospel. I've always said this, I know you will throw stone at me, but I don't care. Why look, look and watch Korean drama when you can have a drama unfolding and God wanting to use you to minister to somebody? You know why people watch Korean drama? Their life, no, no excitement. They are not walking in faith. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. My God is a creative God. My God wants to use me. My God wants to show me. You know, I, and, and I love this one. This is my last pointer. What time now? 11.41, not bad, not bad. Everybody say praise God. Hopefully I can finish by 11.50. Grace fill us with hope, you know. You see, when you start to live for God, wow, you know what? I'm ready. Hope. Amen. You know what? I want to come to a place where I've seen my friends when they live for God for all their years of their life and they are not so afraid of death. Like. They just look, well, it's a graduation, you know, I'll see you up there. Amen. 
Amen. Everybody say, you know, there's a hope. Like, and this hope, the world cannot take away from you. Like. Even they give you bad answers. You know what? All of us got to go. Uh, all of us got expiry date one. Eh? How long you want to leave? You know what? I tell God, God, when it's time for me to go, go. Eh? Make it quick. Eh? I don't want to be a burden. Eh? You know, that's what I've been praying for, for people that are sick. I say that, you know what? God, let them die in dignity. Let them go back in dignity. Amen. But, but, but you know, you, you know when, when, when I live for God, it produces hope. Eh? And that hope nobody can take away one. Eh? Amen. And this hope purifies. Eh? I don't know about you, but when God starts to put things into your mind and your spirit, you know, hope purifies. Eh? You want to do better. Eh? <laughs> Amen. I, I say again, this grace that, that God is giving to us is a grace that will teach us how to deny ungodly living and embrace holy living. Let me hear, let me say this, you know, it was, it was uh, uh, Serena Williams, the tennis player. He talks about discipline. He said, you know what? What have you got to say to this young generation? He says this, tell this young generation that discipline in the way of freedom because when you are disciplined, you get to do what you need to do. If you start to discipline the way right now of the way you eat, you will have good life, you know, further down the road because you know what, you'll be healthier, you'll be able to enjoy the things that you always look for. But let me say this to you. In the spirit world, if you don't have discipline, nobody can force discipline on you, right? You cannot enjoy the hope. Leh. I'm telling you, no, I do not want to come to your deathbed and see you cringing. Because nobody can preach at your, semi, uh, your, your, your funeral. Your life, how you live, is a gift to God. It's a gift of testimony. Enoch say this, while he was dead, his life still speaks. His testimony speaks to generation. Enoch was one of the earliest dudes. Eh? He's the first guy that got raptured. Eh? And his name was recorded and you and I are benefits of it because you know what he said about him? He pleased God. A testimony of pleasing God. Everybody say praise God. You see, you know, grace living is not about, you know, I barely make it, I need to come to... Grace living is that I've got a, I got a song and I sing it out. <laughs> is it? That's what... You know what the song is? The song of the redeemed. The song of people that have been touched. The song... Folks, if you live for God, there's always excitement. There's always a testimony of a good thing that God is doing. Amen. You are laying hands. You are giving life to people. You are giving grace to people. Uh, what, you know what I've learned? I've learned it's better to live in grace than to live in fear, to live in complaining, to live in whining, to live in murmuring. Life is too short for us. To always say jialat. Brother Willoughby warned me, don't say jialat. If you say jialat, you will jialat. So you know what? I start to be thankful of the little things that I have. Amen. Thankful for my taste bud. Have you all thanked God for that? Thank you, huh? Have you ever thought about it? Wow, oh, God. After you taste already, you pause for a moment. You say, God, thank you. I can taste that rendang. That coconut crunchy feeling. Mm. You know, God could have designed us just to eat uh, without taste bud. Eh? So boring. But we have our five senses that we can taste, touch, feel. Wow, touching nice. Uh. Massage. <laughs> God, thank you for, for nerves. <laughs> it helps to save me, but also enjoy. 
When, when, you know, have you ever thought about that? You know, I, there's so much things to be grateful about. Amen. And then when we offer our life back to Him as a gift to God. Amen. How, how do I offer? By denying ungodly living. And start to embrace holy living. Amen. It takes a while. You know, some of us go detox, detox, uh, detox. Uh. Sometimes I think we need to detox from the world. Eh. Wow, we, then our body going to shock. Eh. I want to eat. No, I want to detox. Detox this rubbish. Eh. This, this, you know, have you ever thought about it? You want to pray, you close your eyes, you meditate. Guys, I've done this before. Because I meditate, then the first thing that comes to my mind is computer games. Eh. I, I last time played StarCraft. You know, all the old timer, you all know what I'm talking about, StarCraft. You know, oh, uh, hey, hey, Calvin, my chill. Uh, uh, then I hear the person come in. You know, and I say, wow. I'm thinking that, I say, wow, where did that come from? One? You play a lot of computer games, that's why. So you got to go through a bit of a withdrawal. Eh? Amen. A withdrawal is good, eh? You know, wow, physical withdrawal for coffee is headache. Amen. I call it pao to. You know, so all this, your flesh will come out. You know, when you go do fasting, fasting is concentration, focus on my walk with God. Eh? Nothing to do with any fasting alone, nah. It's just focus, leh. We also fast, what? I mean, come on, everybody say praise God. Examination, we fast from seeing TV, what? Now, they don't call it TV, they call it Netflix. And now, uh, last time, TV, when the series over, is over. <laughs> you, you, I know this is hard for you all to see. Eh? Last time when we see TV, like Bionic Man, some of you like thinking, oh, I've got Bionic Man. Uh, we have the real A-team. Uh, ah, the real A-team. And then once it's over, it's over. Leh. There is no repeat telecast eh? Difficult, right? Wow, tough, huh? <laughs> then they come out with VCR. Then you put it inside, you record. Then after you record already, then you play the tape back, the tape spoil. Record wrong channel. Then instead of uh, uh, Bionic Man, you see Chinese drama, uh, SBC, Channel 8, <laughs> you know, the drama. Like, hey, who programmed? Who programmed, Sabo? Uh, remember those days? Remember those days? Nowadays, Netflix, uh, they don't see, also can. Uh, you next year also can see, yeah. Uh, so some of you also got to think in your head. La. Wait until all the series come out before you go and see. La. Sometimes halfway mid-read series, they cancel the showing. Then you waste all your six series. Uh. You go and see season six, right? Then uh, you want to wait for season seven. Oh, sorry, we're not doing season seven anymore. So all these six seasons you wasted. Eh? Everybody look at me. Anyway, let's focus on God. Huh? <laughs> God's season is always there, man. God's waiting for you to apply it. You know, come on, God's, God's waiting for you. You know what? You all need to understand God is waiting on you. If you allow the grace of God to help you, amen, you will become exciting. I tell you, grace living is amazing. I get to see all kinds of miracles. I get, you know what? Miracles are not just for just, you know, the super spiritual. Eh? Come on, listen to me. The Bible says these signs will follow them that believe it. Eh? Not even disciples. Eh? These signs shall follow them. You know what? You don't have to follow signs. Eh? You know what? You just, remember last week I tell you, only 
One boy, one lad, changed and fed the whole city. Only one boy. Leh. I, I tell you right, this boy have his happy meal. He gave to Jesus. Leh. You know, I want to hold him. I say, your story is so inspiring to me. Leh. Amen. Your story is so inspiring because of grace. Eh? Grace, tell him, you know what? I can eat this on my own, but I'm going to give it to God. <laughs> Amen. To feed all these people. I don't know what God can do, but God is able. Amen. It's not just about an only. God requires us to live by faith. God wants us to operate by grace every day of your life. If you to understand the working power, you know, how does grace work? First, it begins. Wow. Salvation. Nobody can pay for me one. Eh? You know, it's like, like you having cancer, incurable. You, the doctors give you three days to leave. Eh? And somebody come and fuse in you a cure. Eh? Oh my goodness, I'm alive. I'm alive. That's why he is the resurrection and he is the life. Guess what? When he is alive, when they saw the empty tomb, guess what they did? They run around and tell people, hey, hey, Jesus was not there anymore. There was so much excitement, confusion everywhere going. They, in the books of Acts, they turned the world right side up. Because you know what? This is unstoppable. If you start to live by grace, you see miracles, you see wonders, you can see, you know what? Your working place, everybody that you touch, you're going to unpack them, amen. If you walk by grace, Everybody say, praise God. Come on, you're looking at me real strange here today. Am I the only person that wants to walk by grace? Thank you, huh? you're looking at me real strange. I want to see, you know what? You, 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 you may fall, never mind. Grace forgives you, but don't stay there. I say grace wants to empower you. Amen, you humble yourself. You see, sometimes it takes a while before true grace comes in because we still have, we still have uh, 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 our faith in our works. Until God needs to eradicate everything within you. He needs to wipe out that self-righteousness and then from there you become empty and hunger for true righteousness that comes from above. Let, let, let me give you an example. You know, I started praying and I had faith in prayer. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I have faith in my prayers. I did not have faith in the God to whom I pray to. Hello? I pray. Oh, I use a lot of words. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Trying to impress God. At least God. No. Until I come to a place where I scream, help me, God. You know what? God tell me this. All you need to do is just like a little child. Uh, you know, uh, 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 blessed to have a grandbaby now. But I forgot what is it like when she cries. Uh, oh, my goodness, she can cry. That, that, that baby can cry. Babies are made to cry. I hope you understand that. Babies are made to cry. They won't tell you, Mom, I need milk. They tell you, ah! You know. You know fierce cry. You know dangerous cry. You start to interpret in your head. And God says this, all you need is to cry out. And sometimes God wants to bring us to a place where it doesn't work, it doesn't work until God says, now I can take over because there's nothing, no flesh of glory in my midst. Amen. Sometimes we cry. We cry because we get caught. We cry because of the wrong reason. We cry to throw tantrum. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, sometimes as Christians, we cry to get a tantrum. Amen. I, I, I want to get my way. God says, huh, you know what? Guess what? I want to get to the root cause of your character issue. You want surface. You want answer prayer. But I want transform life. 
That's why I put trials in your life to transform you. Because when I transform you, this type of problem will not come up again because I deal with the root and not just the symptoms. Amen. We're going to talk about applying grace, about humility and grace, and how God allowed trials to really strip us out of our own self-righteousness. Come on, everybody say praise God. Wave your hand at me. Amen. My God wants to transform us. Grace is not just about forgiveness. Turn to your neighbor. Grace is not just about forgiveness. Grace is not just about salvation. Grace teaches us how to deny ungodly living. Amen. Come on. Grace also teaches us how to embrace godly living. In the midst of godly living, guess what happens? I have hope. What a deal, right? Hope. Amen. And hope purifies. Shall we stand to our feet? Amen. Shall we just, you know, again, I, 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 I don't know who you are today, but I, I, th- there is a lot of grace here today. Amen. Amen. I, I've just read the promises of God. There is, oh, there is so much power here in the presence of God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Can we just leave our hands for a moment? Amen. Amen. Come on, just just leave our hands for a moment right now as we come into the presence of the King. You know, I preach so that we can come to this place and recognize, amen, that God has given us His divine power. Amen. That He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. Lord, whatever we lack, God, in your presence, God, you are here. Can, can, can we just leave our hands right now? Come on, just for a moment right now, just leave your hands in worship. Let's enter His gates in thanksgiving, thanking God. Amen. Thanking God for the grace of God. Thanking God for His unconditional love. Amen. That Whatever that we are feeling today, God, we don't deserve it, but nevertheless, God still allow us to feel His touch. Amen. Come on, just, just lift your voice for a moment right now. I'm so glad, God, when I'm not all together, God, nevertheless, God, you still allow me come the throne room of grace. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. I'm so glad, God, that I found you. Lord, I'm so glad, God, that, Lord, I can... Lord, I can, Lord, come in the throne of grace, Father. Lord, the throne of grace, God, where in the throne of grace, God, I can find mercy and help in time of need. Father, that I know and I know, God, that I'm not alone because you are with me. Can we just leave our hands all over this place right now? Come on, just, just relax in the presence of the Lord. Let Him touch you today. Let Him touch your mind. Let Him touch your emotions today. Just receive it. Yes, receive comfort. Amen. It's not something that you have to earn. Amen. He paid the price for you to receive your healing. He paid the price for you to touch your broken he touch you, amen. He knows exactly what He is doing in your life. So, so as you lift up your hands, I want you to lift up in surrender. God, that you will work through me, amen. That you work through me 
and in me, Father, right now. Lord, that I, I may know you, Jesus. God, at the end of the day, I want to know you, Father. I want to know, Lord, how much you love me. I want to know what it means to walk by grace and overcoming life, God. That, that Lord, that, that you will be said of me, God, that, Lord, the world has nothing in me. Come on, just, just lift your hands all over this place. I want to walk by grace, God. I want, I want to walk by faith, Lord. Grace comes through faith. So, Father, every little action that I reach out to you, God, that you begin to reveal yourself, Father. Come on, church, lift up your hands. I pray that grace and peace be multiplied in you that you will begin to see the facet of Jesus the next few days. Amen. God, as we enter in right now, as we enter in, Lord, that we be behold your glory. Amen. Lord, nothing compares to you, Father. Nothing compares to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, we, as we come before your presence, amen, we know you're here, God. We know your love is so true to us. But nevertheless, God, I just want to get it right. Lord, I've taken you for granted, Lord. I, I've, I've never considered you in many of my dealings. And I know you forgive me, but God, I, I, I want to say at this moment in time, right now, in this junction, God, I've, I've, I've not even considered you. Many times, I, the so-called repentance that I pray God is because God of the consequences or because God Lord it's, it's because of me and not you Jesus so today God I pray can, can we just lift our hands Father we've heard you but Lord I, I, I know you've forgiven us I know I know but Lord I just want to tell you, God, I just need it out of my system to say how much I appreciate you. Lord, when, when, when I've chosen you, God, as the second and not, and maybe some of us don't even make you our priorities. Nevertheless, you still make us your priority. You still make us, God, the emperor of your eyes, God. So Father, today, God, today, Jesus, God, I just want to say, God, Lord, that you will ignite that flame in me again, God. Lord, that it is not just about works, God. It's about protecting my relationship with you. Father, I pray, God, and I admit, God, that you are not my priority, but today I'm asking you, be my priority today. Come on. God, I want you to be my priority today, Jesus. You, you don't need to be second Lord you need to be first Lord come on just for a moment right now make him your priority Father Lord that I will seek ye the kingdom of God first Come on, just, just pray God that, that every decision, every decision that I make, God, I will consider you. I will consider you, Lord. Lord, every choice that I make, I will consider you, Jesus, God. I will consider the author and the finisher of my faith, God, the one that saved me, the one that cleansed me, the one that filled me with the Holy Spirit. Oh God, today, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. I come against every lie. I come against every doubt, God. I come against every unbelief right now in the name of Jesus. But today, God, I 
present myself a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto the Lord Lord I I put myself at the altar today come on just just know that God cares for you that that he wants the best for you amen if you are to just release him and make him your priority stretch and pray for someone right now come on now that you receive his peace I want you to release that peace by praying for one another right now God I love you Lord I pray for my brother I pray for my sister right now God that they will encounter you on a daily basis that you will begin to show you the, show them the wonders of your love how, how deep how wide your love is for them Lord, the different dimension of grace, Father. Lord, I come against the lie that says, God, that I am the tail and not the head, Father. I come against every lie of the evil one. I come against the spirit of fear. I come against anxiety of any kind, God. Because where sin abounded, Grace much more abounds. Hallelujah, Jesus God. Have your way. Lead me and guide me, Father, today. In my career, in my parenting, in my seasons of life, Father, Lord, I ask God right now, Jesus God, I speak grace. I speak grace, God. I speak grace. Be grace, be multiplied, God, in my brother's life. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You mean everything to me, Father. You mean everything to me. You mean everything to us, God. You mean everything to us. Hallelujah, Jesus. You mean everything. Come on. Some of you are still reaching out to God. We got time. Amen. We got time. Just, just reach out. This place is a place of prayer. It's a place of dedication. So take your time and, and just allow God to do the work that He needs to do in you. To you alone, Lord, I give you praise. To you alone, God. To you alone, I give you honor. To you alone, God. Lord, today, God, you are my focus. You are my idol, God. Today, Lord, I pursue after you, Jesus, God. I pursue after you. In the name of Jesus. That's it, that's it. There are people still praying. There are still people still getting their breakthrough. You are my provider, you are my protector. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. You know, 
Let me, let, let me share that story again. In, you know, that song. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. But you remember this, the world out there is trying to blow away that light. And that light represents your relationship with God. Amen. Let, let me say that again. Some of you don't, it's very simple. You have to take responsibility to make that light continue to burn. The, the, the role of the priesthood. They cannot give strange fire. Amen. But nevertheless, the priest must have a goal to keep that light going. Whether they have to... You know, one thing that I realized about few, you know, the data, the few, the better, the few, right? You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to help you understand that we all have a responsibility to make sure that our light shine. You cannot sing, this is a light of mine. I'm gonna... Where's the light? <laughs> you know, and the light is really about your relationship with God. Amen. And don't say that you got nothing to offer. You got Jesus. I say again, we got Jesus. And the world needs to see Jesus, not you. Everybody say, praise God. And then, you know what's the beautiful part about it? Some of us, the light already go dim. Maybe there's no light. And then you think that it's impossible. I, I'm reminded of that story about that challenge that, 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 that the, the prophet, you know, uh, Elijah, you know, they throw all kinds of water so that they cannot. But then God's fire is a consuming fire. It's not like any other kind of fire you're talking about. He can consume every cold heart. He can consume every sin. I say again, my God is greater. Because here's the scripture that I want to remind you. He says this, where sin abounded, grace much more abounds. Amen. And don't let the devil tell us that you can never light that fire. No. Father, as we end, consume us. Come on, let your voice out. Lord, as, as we end today, let the consuming fire consume us. <laughs> oh, 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 Lord, I, I give myself to you, Father, right now. Come on, let your spirit pray. Lord, I present me to you by the authority in the name of Jesus. Consume us, Father. Consume our thoughts, Lord. This little light of mine, Father, I want to let it shine. I want to let it shine. So that world will see you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. Come on, some of you just enter into worship right now. I thank you, God, because you are a gracious God. Where the fire is not there, God. Your fire, your, your fire. So, Father, I come, Lord, to you, Jesus. God, I present myself a living sacrifice. And, Father, teach us to live on a daily basis. What it means, Lord, to protect that fire. Our relationship with God. Can we just love Him for a moment before we dismiss? Father, we love You. Can we just tell Him we love You, Jesus? Come on, all over this place, why don't we lift our hands and just say, God, we love You. 
Lord, for those of our guests and friends who have not known you in a way that some of us would know, I pray you grant them the desires of their heart. Lord, I pray you reveal yourself to them, Lord, slowly but gently. Take them by the hand. Lead them and guide them. In Jesus' name, and all God's people say, Amen. God bless you. Shake hands and be friendly. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord.